Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Emma's Happy List. I'm Emma and I can't believe that we have 8 episodes of Emma's Happy List already. I've been totally inspired by all of your shares, so the hashtag share your happy list. And today I'm joined by an absolute boss babe, so Emma Louise Gregory. She is UK and Ireland sales director for a jewellery brand. I'll let her tell you all about it though, so here we go. Hey Emma. Hi Em, how are you? I'm good. Would you rather Emma or Emma Louise? You can call me Emma, that's fine. Um, I don't know why I've got a double barrel name, to be honest. I think um, my mum wanted to call me Emma and my dad wanted to call me Louisa. So they called oh, me okay. Emma Louise, put it together. So. <laughs> yeah, we have the same name practically, Emma Louise here as well. But they didn't double barrel mine, so they just left us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, you okay? Yeah, yeah, really good, thanks. Yeah, you look absolutely lovely for everyone who is watching um, and not just listening. You, thank, you. <laughs> thank you very much. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so happy that you could join me. And usually um, you can just do a little introduction here. I feel like you're the best person to introduce yourself because although I can go off on a tangent about how like captivating you are and what you do, you know yourself best. So okay. no worries. Take it away. Okay, so I'm, I'm Emma Louise Gregory and I am the UK and Ireland sales director for a global jewellery brand called Uno de 50, which I'm wearing here. And they're amazing. Um, so it's like really chunky, unique, um, in bold statement jewellery and I absolutely love it because I think it matches my personality. Um, and on top of that, I have, um, I'm a single mum to a wonderful five-year-old, well actually a crazy five-year-old son. Um, was it, was he wonderful when he was in school and now he's crazy because he's not oh in my, school? <laughs> yeah, like I've completely given up on the whole homeschooling malarkey and I just think he's five, I'm not going to put any pressure on myself, he's not going to remember any of this, so yep. if he wants to play Transformers, we will play Transformers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I feel like I've had this conversation with so many of my friends who are homeschooling at the moment, and they're just like, I have just reached the limit, I can't do anymore, and I'm like, give yourself a break, you're not, you know, you, they, they're, they're better if you are relaxed and happy, aren't they, because that's the exactly. important thing. And it's like, we're in a global pandemic. So it's like, you know, this is not normal. Like none of us are trained to, to teach. So, you know, we can just teach them the rules of life, but that's, that's about it really, isn't it? So Yeah. And it's much, it's much better if it's just more natural and what comes naturally rather than, you know, the rigid sort of worry that comes with homeschooling. So I'm sure whatever you're doing, you're doing an absolutely great job. So don't even worry about it. And then, obviously that's rich coming from me because I don't have children but <laughs> um yeah I I respect all of you and the job you're doing so well done for that oh, and thank you. going back to your jewelry so I think the first thing I ever ever said was to you was oh I love your bangle <laughs> yeah. that was like the first thing yeah that's the one that's it yeah it's really cool it's like a cuff bangle yeah um, but yeah I've, I've been in the industry 16 years now and I was, I've been with Uno for three years um, and I just love it because it's like so like exciting to, to sell something that you absolutely love and, it, and to have a physical product that you absolutely love. It's just so much easier than trying to sell like something like an insurance or, or whatnot. So yeah, for sure. I feel really lucky that I have the job that I love and, and I work for a brand that I absolutely love as well. Yeah, it makes such a difference. And you can tell, I think, 
being the, on the customer side as well you can tell when someone is authentic about what they're saying and how much you know how much they believe in a product compared to you know someone just trying to make commission or you know Definitely. yeah, yeah. When, the, when the motives aren't quite as pure shall we say no. so my big question then is do you have a happy list currently I do um it's funny actually because I um prior to obviously listening to your podcast which I absolutely love by the way Thank and I just you. the fact that you're spreading this message of happiness to the world because we all need some um so you know prior to that I've always kind of um found like keeping a gratitude diary um I found it really really helpful so I try and do that like every morning even if I only think of three things even if I'm having a really bad day I'll try and think of three things that I'm grateful for yeah um so when like you know so I kind of like generally when I keep a gratitude diary I focus on that particular day you know what I'm grateful for that day whereas a happy list is I think is like you can actually really think like an outstretch your mind as of all the things that make you happy and um so you know since I started listening to your podcast um I I have started to keep um notes of like a happy list and it's just getting bigger and bigger I know it does get out of control mind you're like oh life is so good (laughs) I know and I I literally I am so easily pleased I find the (laughs) littlest thing like that makes me happy you know it could be like a random compliment from a stranger or you know just little things like that just make me so crazily happy and and so I'm quite easily pleased so I'm quite a good candidate for you today because yeah for sure difficult to drag something out of me (laughs) yeah so I did um I did an episode on gratitude actually and I went through like my whole journey and process of like adopting a life of gratitude and I explained like how before I thought myself as a grateful person but in reality, I didn't wake up every day like, you know, I'm so grateful to be alive type of thing. Whereas these little practices, like you were saying, even if it's just three things in the morning or even while you're brushing your teeth, that you are just completely present and aware of like how blessed you are and how lucky you are. That just sort of changes the way your day goes, doesn't it? hundred percent. And I found that like the days that I haven't given myself time to, to really focus on gratitude or you know what makes me feel good that those days don't generally aren't don't flow as well so mm. it's like it's part of a ritual for me now and if I don't do it it, it definitely does something to my mind because I'm not as kind of consistent when I don't do it so yeah definitely I feel like as yeah. well it really bookends my like I've heard this term before and I didn't realize that it applied to like the way I work the way I live I suppose um like it bookends my days so I start with it and I end yeah. with it. So it's like a complete little sort of one package. And I feel like that makes such a difference to the way I sleep then. And I sleep like, you know, I, I go to sleep feeling blessed and I wake up feeling blessed. Like, oh, that's I, good. I like that. I should, I should adopt doing more in the evenings. Yeah. Just to, like, even like you say, while, while you're brushing your teeth or something. Yeah. Just no, yeah. So you, you have a happy list then as yeah. of recently and yeah it's overflowing with things have you yeah. chosen one that you want to talk about today yeah I'm, I'm gonna talk about one because I obviously I've listen, listened to the majority of your um your podcast and um and I'm I'm gonna say something probably quite some people might go god this girl's crazy but um but I yeah I do have something I want to share but go on do you want to go first or meet me first is it um, you go first you go first well, yeah I'm, I'm actually gonna say like one of the main things in my life that makes me happy is um exercise yes um, people probably think I'm crazy when I say that but it's like 
if I kind of rewind time, so 20 years ago this year, um, I sadly lost my mum in a, in a car accident. Um, so it was just for my 14th birthday. And I went through like a really awful phase, put on a lot of weight, um, just felt absolutely horrific, as you can imagine. Yeah, for sure. And I just really lost myself and I didn't really know how to, to kind of make myself feel better. And then about a year after she died, I, I just started going to the gym. And I just like, just from that point, I just didn't stop and I just loved it. Yeah. So for me now, like if I'm being a bit crappy, I literally will just go and throw a, a weight over my head and I feel amazing. So for me, like exercise is like, became my hero. So it's like a real big part of my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and if I go like about three days without exercise, I, I kind of can't clear my head. Yeah, I, do you know what? You you think people are going to think you're crazy? Well, they'll think I'm crazy too because I am exactly the same. I am exactly the same. Like, I, like you said, it doesn't even have to be three days. Like one day without it, or what? Like if I've done nothing all day, there is like a cloud over my head. Yeah, 100%. I feel it one hundred percent. And like at the moment, I've sort of adopted um a, like a home working regime because obviously of what like the gyms are closed and stuff, but. Yeah. Um, and I fi I'm finding that more difficult because I feel like when I go to the gym, it's like separate from everywhere else. I go yeah. there and it's a place where my mind can just like, like go on and do its own thing type of, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's like a, a, a letting go type of ritual. It is hundred percent. Whereas obviously I'm doing my fitness things at home at the minute and it's like in my brain it just seems to merge with all the places that I just like lie down and slouch and I'm like <laughs> yeah. Oh, no yeah. like what what do I do with this place but I mean I'm get I've got a calendar to help me so I'm like ticking off the days to help me like stay motivated but what what are you doing at the moment because obviously so the gym I, is closed um, yeah the gym is closed and I was really dreading that because I I think I've got a bit of a, a panic with it as well it's like I, I don't want to undo all my hard work and and mm. the main thing for me I love like lifting weights so obviously when Same. the gyms were shut I was like oh my god but I was really lucky because I managed to get um kind of dumbbells before everyone went crazy and sold out so um and then I decided um I was the same as you like it's really difficult to mo motivate yourself when you're in a place that you do everything go to sleep yeah. you know do work what whatnot so it's really and obviously with a child as well um so I decided to, to sign up to Jen Johnson's um lockdown ladies in lockdown oh, that's so it's awesome. really really good so it's like the, there's times um there's about two different times on every day the classes so there's no excuse for me with a I don't want to train in the morning or the evening. Um, and then she just kind of really kicks your ass and motivates you <laughs> Good. To, to do it. Yeah. And, um, and because it's like on a Zoom call like this, you've, and she's watching you and making sure that you're, like, you're in check, it's yeah. really, really helped me. Like, get that um, butt down. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, and it does, and it feels like you're, and you put more pressure on yourself because I'm really competitive as well. Um, and it's like today she set us a pen van challenge. So we had to, go up and down the stairs 200 times oh my god I know I know and I was just so competitive I was like I'm gonna do it yeah. so I did do it this morning and I do feel really good for doing it now yeah so a bit of context for anyone who's not from South Wales Penavan is the tallest peak in South Wales that's right yeah yeah in so, South Wales. Yeah. yeah it's not that high in comparison to other mountains but it is a little like like for a for a what is it Friday morning that's like <laughs> fairly hefty workout 
well done that's really good and then what are you doing to like relax so obviously like in this time part of your relax relaxation technique is like this exercise but and you've obviously got your, your son and yeah. work are you working <laughs> um well I'm flowed but I'm I'm so I'm still like trying to trying to forward plan yeah so, no I'm not like obviously technically working in yeah. my mind I'm still like making notes and trying to forward plan yeah and that is why you are sales director of UK and Ireland and <laughs> that's exactly the thought that went through my mind as well when you were like yep and I had my dumbbells before anyone else I was like that's why she's in charge guys that is why she's in charge <laughs> I just um I'm not one of these people that can just view this as like a holiday or view it as a break I can't think like that and yeah. I've never not worked like that's all I know to do is work so, like from a very young age I've had to be independent so yeah it's like for me that's probably been really difficult obstacle and um and when you ask me about relaxing that's probably one thing that I'm not the best at so I have been trying to incorporate a little more meditation into my life so mm. I'm just doing like 10-15 minutes here and there just to gain clarity and just to kind of breathe yeah. and calm down because I am high functioning I am constantly my head is like ah all yeah. the time with all the things that I'm all the these things I have to juggle and so I do struggle with that element of like kind of self-love and and relaxation and yeah. time for me like I, that is something that I do struggle with the reason why I asked you is because I am exactly the same I really struggle with like switching off I find it yeah. so so difficult there are a couple of like there are a couple of really obscure tv shows that I watch like I don't watch very much tv right but there are like one or two that I will like proper binge watch um like really obscure ones like have you heard of Rick and Morty yeah I love Rick and Morty yeah so love it. <laughs> that's one of the tv shows that I can pro- like I, I'm really into but in general and maybe some other cartoons like if I really am struggling for things to do but in general that is one of my the hardest things for me is switching off like or just relaxing or just I don't know like I feel like I'm good at self-care because my self-care is my like fitness is my learning and like personal growth and self-development and all that sort of thing yeah so but yeah relaxation Hmm. I don't know it's exactly the same yeah 100% I can totally get you with that because I just I wish I knew there was a button I could just press, but I think it was actually you that told me about active meditation. Yes, the six-phase so, meditation. Yeah, so I find that has actually really worked for me because I'm I'm not someone that can like shut off completely. Oh, that's so, amazing! Yeah, so for the benefit of everyone who's listening, the six-phase meditation, as myself and Emma know, it's um a guy called Vishen Lakiani. So he is the CEO of Mind Valley, which I may have spoken about before, I'm not sure, but it's a personal growth um, company. But his um, background is sort of, he used to be a meditation teacher and he developed, he sort of realized that in the modern world, like you can't just switch your brain off. Like that's just not, you know, it just doesn't work. So um, it kind of goes against like a, what a lot of people think meditation is, but in reality, um, his his meditation sort of takes you along these six phases. Um, so there's like compassion, gratitude. Then you visualize your day going well. Then you visualize your future and all of these other ones. And I think there's a blessing as well where you like basically yes. believe in that there's something sort of bigger than yourself, not necessarily like religious or anything like God or anything like that, but anything that you believe in or even like yourself. 
yeah, yeah like a higher power or an energy yeah. that's yeah that you can tap into um and you do like a little high five or a little like we can do this mm-hmm. type of thing um so you feel like all throughout the day that you've got like you know the power of the universe behind you and your day is going well and everything is going the way it should go for you to have like the most sort of perfect day so I found it really beneficial and what I tend to do is that's like my morning thing so um with my that's kind of how I do my gratitude so it's all mixed into like this 15 minutes only 15 minutes as well so it's really good I know I know it gets so much done in that time as well yeah yeah it's really good so you can he's I think there's videos all over YouTube and you can go on Mind Valley as well and get them but yeah, you've got that. And then at the end of the day, my meditation tends to be more like letting go. So I did, um, I think I did an episode of like basically emulating what I do in the evenings and like literally letting it all go, like literally letting everything go. And then when I do that and bookend my day really, really well, that's when I sleep really well. Yeah. So I do feel like there's a bit of power in those habits. Definitely, 100%. And I think, you know, the whole purpose of you doing like, the happy list I think for those of those people that you know they they go through a phase of just complaining about everything whereas if you just switch that and you start thinking oh my god it's beautiful outside the sun's shining like yeah. the trees look fantastic it's just all those little things and, and instead of what I've always um, taught myself from like all the audio books that I've listened to and whatnot is like when someone asks you how you are instead of saying yeah I'm okay you've got to go I'm amazing thanks how are you because the more you like put that out to the universe, the more yeah. you know you do feel amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's like um, so I know there's a lot of people who are into the law of attraction and like you attract what you like, like attracts like and stuff like that. And like I actually used to get really stressed out with law of attraction because I, I would I would accidentally think about things that I didn't want to <laughs> bring into my life and I, it stressed me out. But then I start I sort of flipped my way of thinking about it and um, I watched um, Michael what's his name Michael Beckwith. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him but um, he's he's like it's not so much it's the law of attraction but it's the law of resonance so exactly like you were saying you what you resonate yeah what you sort of get back and I was like oh that's an easier concept for me to get hold of because in my head I'm like I can resonate like happiness and love and joy and I can resonate like good energy but I like if it comes down to like the mental like thinking you know uh, of what I want and then not not thinking you know what I don't want and that sort of thing like I just ended up like tying myself in knots just like I did when I was speaking about it so <laughs> I can imagine what goes on in my brain when I'm thinking about it so yeah no, rather, yeah so um rather than doing that it's more um it's this resonating what you want to come back to you and be in the change that you want to see in the world so that's one of my favorite quotes actually be the change you want to see in the world definitely and I and I think it's it's also like you know acting as if you've already got what you want or mm. you've achieved what you want so it's like I know it sounds really silly but um when I joined my company three years ago I, I joined as an account manager normal sales rep on the road and I wrote on my goals um that I wanted to be a sales director so I kept writing my name Emma Louise Gregory UK and Highland sales director and I would look at this piece of paper every day and then I was promoted within 19 months of being with the company to sales director and it was yep. just like you were resonating and, that director yeah, energy, Gil. I already had it. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah. I'm really, really, really glad that um, you shared what you were going to share because 
I, I, I had a, like knowing you as I know you, I had a feeling it would be something about like health and fitness and that sort of thing. And yeah. one of mine on my happy list actually is feeling fit, healthy and attractive. Yeah. Now, that obviously this can, this is like open to interpretation because I didn't put looking fit, looking healthy or looking attractive because it all comes down to feel it like the feeling isn't it if you're not feeling those feelings you're not going to be like glowing you're not going to be sort of resonating what you want to resonate but my journey so you thank you for sharing where your fitness journey came from and um all of your background and history and stuff thank you for that it's really nice to you know the motivation behind people is obviously really um interesting and nice to know and it helps yeah. other people then that are maybe going through something similar um to like access these tools so but mine came from um about seven years ago it was seven or eight years ago I've always sort of been into sports right yeah Uh, when I was in university I did let myself go a little bit (laughs) there was a lot of drinking there was a lot of like two for Tuesdays with dominoes there was like (laughs) a lot of student food and that sort of thing I was still playing netball and stuff but I I definitely was nowhere near the fitness level that I'm usually at and I did feel like I was letting myself go and it was either going to go one way or another yeah and then in my final year of uni my friend um asked me she was she was signed up to do the London to Paris cycle okay and she was doing it with her friend but her friend dropped out but they'd already spoke to the charity they'd already told the charity they were going to raise x amount of money um she didn't feel like she was able to do it by herself and she wanted to do it with a friend and she asked me she was like do you want to do the London to Paris cycle and I in my head I had like images of myself like a little basket and a beret and like forget and I was like oh it's downhill on the map you know it'll be fine it'll be absolutely fine so in amongst all of this so that I think she asked me in like March and the cycle was in September so obviously it was my final year of uni so I graduated I got a job straight away up in Worcester so I relocated that training was at like the back of my mind started this new job I was like oh, I really should start like maybe training maybe and I didn't even have I hadn't even been out on the bike I didn't even have a bike I used my dad's bike right and it wasn't a road bike it was like this hybrid like chunky thing so I was completely unprepared essentially but about a, a month before I was like oh my god I really need to get my shit together <laughs> So what I started doing was I, we had, um, in the office, we had a gym downstairs. So I was going to the gym. I signed up to the netball team up there. So I was playing netball like twice a week. I also signed up to, um, a company called, it was, it was called BMF and it was British military fitness at the time, but I think now it's B military fit. It's like this, this franchise where they do. I remember that chain. Yeah. Yeah. They do like outdoor, um, outdoor classes. And I, you know, I love being outside and stuff. So I was like, Oh yes, that suits me down to the ground. So what I used to do is I used to finish work. I used to go to the gym downstairs until it was time to go to netball or BMF. And then I'd go to theirs. But I, I, because I filled my week up. So every single day of, of the week, I had something fitness related without knowing it, I got myself into this habit of exercising every single day. Okay. And like the weight dropped off me. All of a sudden I was really interested in eating well as well. I was like, Oh, I'm not exercising all of this off just to, you know, sit down and eat like two Domino's pizzas or whatever. So I ended up getting myself into this routine and don't get me like, I was way still a month is not long enough to prepare for like a 300 odd mile cycle. But 
I, I did the cycle the first day was absolute hell like it was hell I look back at it now and I'm really proud of myself but at the yeah. time like uh, how did I do it I have no idea how I did it I think it was just pure like stubbornness like just so willpower yeah it was and we were like we were the least fit people there I, I thought these charity bike rides were like full of people like us that were just doing it you know the challenge and stuff yeah these guys they go like cycling 100 miles every weekend they just like they just do it all the time so yeah that was that was um a big eye-opener but yeah each day got a bit easier well I say that the second day when you the first 10 miles of the second day I like cried I think the entire time because my muscles were tight and sore after like 90 miles on the first day or I bet like the that. seat as well that'd be oh, so uncomfortable don't, so much yeah, vaseline so many places yeah. I can't imagine how uncomfortable that would be. Yeah, I think my friend still has like a video of me basically getting into like an ice cold bath and like screaming in the hotel like, ah, this is torture. But yeah, it was it was a really, really big turning point in my life though, not only because of that challenge, yeah. but because it was like my complete switch to, oh my God, health is everything. Like I've yeah. been neglecting my health. And when I neglect my health, I literally neglect every other area of my life. 100%. Without health, you've got nothing. You can't achieve any other goal without having health. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I'm like, I've never, ever. So I, I don't like diet or anything like that. But like, I'm very aware now of when my activity levels sort of drop. Yeah. I, I've never, ever let myself get to the point that I was when I was in university, for example. I've always like kept myself since then on track. But it was just that, I think, that training just got me into that habit. You know, I was saying about the power of habit. Yeah. It got me into that habit of training every single day. And then, of course, um, after that, um, I about a year after that, I went to Italy for the first time and I did my first ski season, which oh, wow. changed my life again. So my my whole sort of life since then has been about maintaining my fitness maintaining my health and like every other part of your life sort of improves from just those two little things well so. skiing's actually on my hit list because I've never skied in my <gasps> life I know oh my I've god let's go like I'm, I'm always like up for trying anything and that's the one thing that I've never got around to to trying yet is, is skiing or snowboarding or oh my god you yeah. would absolutely love it I can yeah. definitely see you on a pair of skis uh, I'd love it. I I'm I haven't got like I haven't got a, a high fear factor because I'm I think I'm very much like you only live once like adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I just <laughs> you know I'm I'm and when I was growing up because I grew up with my my brother he was like into skateboarding and rollerblading and so I kind of got into all that as well. So even yeah. though I look like a girly girl, I've actually got like a bit of a and I went to army cadets and so I have got like a a bit of a laddish side to me that, that people don't realize because I'm always like look like a girly girl because I have to because of my job and I love making an effort anyway yeah but um but yeah and I've also then got this like geeky side so I love like technology and I love um computer games and like I've got like so many sides to me it's yeah but that's like I feel like that's part of like your radiance isn't it like you radiate like what I don't know you've got um a lovely personable sort of try anything can do attitude and I feel like yeah. that's what draws people to you it's because you have like oh. this energy that you know yes let's go skiing <laughs> yeah definitely I'd be well up to that honestly yeah I guess I'll round, the, round the troop up with that come on girls we're gonna go oh, skiing <laughs> my god a girl ski trip that is like 
dreams yeah my ski trip so um i did my seasons which are all very much like um so you work to get you work hard play hard type of thing like you do work yeah. hard but you but there's a, always like a group of you and that's always good but then since i've left like my rep in sort of days all of my ski trips have been sort of me going out to my friends that are still repping or me going out to my friends that live in the mountains and stuff like that. And it's like a very different sort of, um, like it's very different. It's not like a big group of people getting together. So to do like a group ski trip, like that would be phenomenal. Where where, where do you go? Do you go to France or do you go to Italy, do you say? Um, I mostly go to Italy. I've been to Austria a few times. Um, oh my god that looks so beautiful when I've seen yeah. pictures of yeah. it's amazing I've been to France as well and then I've been down to New Zealand but I've got a couple of other places on my hit list like I really want to go to Japan um, oh so, my god yeah the skiing in Japan is phenomenal from what I can tell oh um, and I've never been to Canada either so I need to do Canada Canada's meant to be beautiful as well isn't it like all the mountains and oh it's definitely yeah yeah it's it's I absolutely love it but yeah the to have like a group of people as well that just makes it like next level do you know what I mean uh, yeah 100% definitely I feel like it's one of the most fun holidays you can ever have like you can obviously <sighs> you have your beach holidays and they're all good but they're very sort of relaxing and I, that's the thing it goes back to what me and you were saying earlier about relaxing like it's probably why I'm terrible at beach holidays well, <laughs> yeah I, I go on holiday and I'm like right where can we go what's on the agenda like I can't just lay there yeah and in the sunshine I get bored and I'm like there are people on. listening to this right now like what is wrong with these two why can't they just sit <laughs> down like and enjoy the sun <laughs> I can't I'd be like come on let's go and explore like we're yeah. and and it's like that's why I and I always like to go somewhere different every year as well I can't I'm not someone that just goes on holiday to party constantly. I'm, I I want to go out and I want to experience the culture, the food, um, yeah, everything, like everything. Yeah, that's so. kind of what's um, led me around the world as well, really. Just the, the want to sort of integrate into the cultures and like to really sort of experience the the cultures and the like butchering languages. I do apologize to everyone who's <laughs> heard me speak like foreign languages, but yeah at least you try they they love you know they love a trier so uh, <laughs> well you know we we are like the laziest nation because we don't need to learn languages because oh, everyone God. learns english that's their first language they learn at school isn't it i know i know it's really complacent yeah. of us but yeah um yeah i've since I've, i'm a bit conversational italian now which i should be after oh, wow. a couple of years but yeah in general as a nation i do try and make an effort with like the pleasantries and stuff like that but yeah, they they really appreciate it when you know you know a couple of phrases or they can laugh at your like how you pronounce them and stuff like that. But yeah, that's one of my things as well. So definitely, let's organise a group ski yes. trip. Let's go. Well, not not right now, but maybe like <laughs> hopefully by next by next. Yeah, week. when all of this is uh, over. Yep. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So this is the part of the podcast then that you can sort of promote yourself and your Insta handles and or any other business that you want to promote and just get a word out there to as many people as are listening. So yeah. do you want to do you want to go ahead? Yeah, of course. Um, so obviously, anyone that wants to follow my crazy life um i am mz no mz louise 32 on instagram which i'm actually that's like because i'm 34 this year (laughs) um and uh and the company that i work for the jewelry brand is una de sequenta which for easier way to say is una de 50 
Um, and obviously, shout out to Jen Johnson Fitness for keeping me sane during lockdown. And, um, and probably Tanya Spence-Kelly, who's currently running for PMDD. Um, she's running and singing at the same time. So oh my God, she- I'm getting Tanya on 100%. Yes. She's yeah, coming on. So yeah. she's going to be probably listening to this as she's doing her running. Um, and, and obviously all the girls that go, all the women at uh, Girl Boss, because they the ones that brought us all together, really. So yes. Emily Fender, good shout out to you. I know she, she was with you last time. So, but, um, but yeah, just, and just a shout out to everyone who's trying to stay sane during this crazy time. And, yeah, 100%. Uh, and everyone needs to give themselves a break and not put pressure on themselves to be a certain way when it comes to parenting or whatnot just kind of understand that we're in a pandemic and you just have to really get to know yourself and and kind of reset and refresh and work out what you want to do with your life and I think this is the prime opportunity to to do that so yeah the great pause that's what I'm calling it the great pause I love that yeah And, and also kind of um one other thing I want to touch is like you know for those of you that go through a bereavement, you know, I lost my mum just for my 14th birthday and then I lost my dad um, in February this year. But, you know, when I know it sounds a bit of a morbid thing to say, but like the way that I've kind of recovered from my my losses is that I've kind of taken a step back and I've kind of looked at my experiences and, and thought, what have I learned from this experience? And what I've learned from from losing my parents is that life is so precious and and it can be taken away at any opportunity so you have to just live your life and you have to just love the little things because you know th- otherwise it's just you're wasting your life and and it and it's not worth it 100 percent. Um, what you what have you learned from the experience and also what you can share with others so that i think exactly. yeah this is one of the ways that you can sort of get that message out there so thank you so much that's no worries um i do i I am still in the pros of writing a book, but one, one thing I called my, the name of the book that I'm writing is called Mission for Mum. So again, when you lose somebody you love, it's like make it your mission in life to live your life to the fullest in, in honour of, of that person that you've lost. Yeah, 100%. Uh, That's so lovely. That's such a like positive sort of spin on something that can sort of really derail people. And it yeah. gets back to that, doesn't it? It's all about perspective. So when you wake up in the day, like in the morning, you can either be like, oh, it's raining outside. Today's going to be a bad day. Or you can be like, oh my God, I've got like a lovely warm house. I'm going to go like brush my teeth and it's going to be amazing. And then exactly. I've got fresh clean water. And yeah. Well, yeah, it's all about perspective, 100%. So yeah. thank you for sharing. No problem. Thanks for having me on. I'm really honoured that you've invited me on. So thank oh, you. Oh, it was. I was like, yes, definitely. As soon as I <laughs> saw you. Um, and then for anyone else who wants to follow along with the journey and follow along with all the um, podcasts and episodes, so you can subscribe on YouTube or on Spotify, and you can follow me on Instagram if you want to. So I finally got around to changing my Instagram handle. It's no longer EXLP. It's Emma's Happy List. So really straightforward and easy to find. And apart from that, thank you ever so much once again. And I guess we'll catch up soon for our planning our ski trip. Oh, 100%. And um, we'll, we'll um, pin the, the women down for that. Laura, yes. Tanya, like you're on it. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm like dead keen. Like you give a girl like a bone now. I'm, I'm off with it. And, and then you can kit us all out. So happy days. I can kit you all out. Yes. <laughs> Until next time, Em. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Ciao. Have a a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you. Bye.